good idea. She was out every Thursday and Friday evening at choir practice, and if there was a wedding on Saturday, she would be out for the afternoon then too. You might think this would have given me a break from her musical directory ways, but no. And why? Because I was in her blessed blooming choir. I know, mortifying. I hated it. I had to wear the smelly cassock thing too, and it itched my neck. And she made me wear pigtails because she felt that was the best look with a cassock. My life was intertwined with hers in a constant round of singing, processioning, cassocking and more singing. With Thursday to Sunday taken up with churchy things, you might think we got some respite at home Monday to Wednesday. No such luck. Monday and Tuesday were fine, but Wednesday she always had the radio on for a tea time programme called Choral Evensong and she would sit in the living room, beating time with a knitting needle, singing along with the hymns, and she expected me to do the same. The noise of the organ blasting out of the radio, the only time she would have it on full blast, was like the sound of a thousand people being murdered, and that was no exaggeration. Monday night was Tring Penguins Night, my weekly swimming club, And even there I couldn't escape Mum's churchy ways. When I emerged from the changing rooms to go poolside and join my fellow penguins, Mummy would shout from the spectators gallery, What locker, Holly? And I wasn't allowed to reply with the number of the locker in which I had left my clothes. I had to reply with the equivalent hymn for the number, taken from Hymns Ancient and Modern. So, if I'd left my stuff in locker number 15, I would have to shout back, Before the ending of the day. Or had I used number 197, it would be, The king of love my shepherd is. Honestly, the looks I got from the other children when I did this. And my enforced musical education didn't end there. I had to have piano and cello lessons. And Mrs Baxter, who taught me cello, smelt of cheese. And I loathed cheese. So you can understand why I officially hated my life. Sometimes I would look at my dad while he ate his TV dinner on his stained tray with the beanbag underneath as we watched yet another episode of Songs of Praise and I could see the look of vague detachment in his eyes as if his glasses were watching the programme to appease mummy but behind the glass his eyes were elsewhere. They were seeing a beach in the South Pacific. They were playing football at Wembley for Tring Athletic. Anything other than this our miserable musical existence. And I felt for and just like him. I'd look in the mirror sometimes and see an alien, like I'd landed from another planet into this weird world I neither liked nor understood. I would visit school friends' houses and wish I lived there instead, with their mess and their spilt ketchup and their boy band music and their laughter not a hymn in sight. And my friends would assume that I was really religious and that my family were, whereas in fact I always suspected Mummy wasn't that fussed about Jesus and the whole God situation. Her love of the church was really just her love of the music. And yes, it glorified God in the extreme and so on, but really she was in it for the pedals. I was very excited about going to see Miss Saigon as I had borrowed the CD from the local library and knew all the words because I had sung along to them non-stop in my bedroom for two weeks 
even though I wasn't sure what half of them meant. Plus, there was a lady in it called Lisa Longa, which had to be the best name in the whole of the universe. Mummy disagreed with me on this. She thought the best name was a crumbly old actress called Googie Withers. But undeterred, I would often practice signing Love Lisa Longa in my autograph book for hours. One day, I was going to change my name to Holly Salonga and star in Miss Saigon, even though Mummy said that wasn't a possibility because I wasn't oriental enough. She had said the same when the local amateur dramatic group were putting on The King and I and I wanted to be tapped in. My favourite song in this show we were going to see was The Heat Is On In Saigon. I had worked out a whole dance routine to it, using cushions, which I pretended were pom-poms, and lots of high kicks. I was beside myself with excitement that we were finally, finally going to experience it. But first, we were...